Hello, everybody. This is Mark Vines, and welcome to The Mark Vines Show. And once again, this is your one-stop shop for everything having to do with conservatism, Americanism, patriotism, liberty, and frankly, just the right way to live your life. I mean, let's just face it. This is the way to live your life. And folks, I have been off the airwaves for a while. I've been doing some... um, uh, work on a project that uh, I'm involved in, and that's been taking a couple of weeks of my time where I really had no time to bring the message of conservatism to you guys, but I'm back, and I plan on being on the airwaves for quite some time and want to just bring you guys up to date on many of the things that are going on in this country. But first and foremost, we have to deal with uh, the issue that is, in fact, Joe Biden. And unless you're living under a rock, this man is absolutely clueless. He has no idea where he is half the time. And and I'm not making fun of the guy. I, I really, in a lot of ways, feel sorry for him. But I feel like his family and the people around him, the people that care for him, are doing him a disservice. And uh, it really just, it's sad to see. And it's becoming increasingly clear that this man is not going to be able to make it for three more years. I, I just don't see how that's possible. And that's for him on a personal level. And that's between uh, Joe Biden and his family to work out. But I really do wish that someone um, that cares for him would do something about it because it's just, you hate to see it, actually. You really hate to see somebody at the end of their career, which he clearly is, go out in the way that he's he's going out. And, and But that's, again, between he and his family um, to deal with that. But it just is a disservice. And so, and uh, you know, it, it's increasingly clear to me, and probably to those of you that listen to the Mark Vine show, that most Americans don't follow politics and what's going on in Washington the way that, that you and I do. And that's probably the best thing for their mental health. But I travel around the country and I realize that, you know, most people don't see much of what you and I see. And that is the decline. And that is the, the daily machinations of Washington politics. And, you know, many people just have this attitude that if it doesn't affect me directly, then I'm just not interested in following it. But we're getting to the point now where you can't say that. Really, no one can say that. Everything that happens in Washington right now affects you directly, whether it's at the gas pump, whether it's grocery prices, whether it's your energy bills, whether it's the education of your children, whether it's just your basic freedoms, and whether it's your national security or whether it's your security in your neighborhood. Every single one of the issues I just described are being negatively impacted. The Democrats, and Joe Biden in particular, have done a horrible job, a horrible job in dealing with all of those issues. And every single one of them affects you. And there's this old adage in politics that is, all politics are local. Well, it's all affecting us locally. This man has been an abject disaster. And I don't care who you are, and I don't care uh, whether you voted for him or not. It's getting to the point where you you can't ignore that. And CNN even has gotten to the point where they discuss how low his, his poll ratings are. Now, uh, I just want to play for you a couple of clips that highlight, you know, what I'm talking about. Now, this is from Fox News in, in one instance, and in the uh, the next, the other instance, it's going to be uh, Sky News Australia. And 
Uh, it, it doesn't really matter who the news source is in this case. You can, you can go to CNN, you can go to even MS, MSNBC, and even Joe Scarborough, <laughs> the, 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 Joe Scarborough and his wife, Mika Brzezinski, uh, will tend to agree with you at this point that Joe Biden is just not measuring up. So uh, well, we want to talk about that once that we're, we're done playing these clips. But again, I just want to give you a taste of this. This first clip is going to be from uh, Sky News Australia. So take a listen to this. Just yeah. have a look at this, folks. This is your leader of the free world, Joe Biden. God bless you all. And he just gave a speech. This is last week. He's walking around, um, they're showing the video, and he's trying to shake hands with people that aren't there. He looks dazed and confused. And they're mimicking him so right funny. now on television. Yes. Oh, 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 James, I think I've got a theory about what happened there. I think that he was trying to shake hands with the ghost of corn pop. <laughs> Very good. Or corn flute. Or corn go. flute. Yeah. Folks, this is Sky News Australia mocking the president of the United States. And they refer to him as the leader of the free world. And for those of you that have not traveled around the world, uh, you know, I invite you to travel outside of the United States and you will quickly realize that most countries look at us as being the leader of the free world. That's why Russia is very much concerned with what how the United States is going to react to what Putin is doing in, in Ukraine. Um, they really don't talk about Europe and they don't talk about the rest of the world. They talk about us because we are, in fact, the leader of the free world. And when you have somebody like Joe Biden, who clearly does not even know where he is, and if you have not seen the video that they're talking about, just go on YouTube and Google it, or, or uh, go through YouTube and, and look it up. It's really pathetic. He does not know where he is. Uh, there, you can also see the videos of when Barack Obama, uh, Barack Obama showed up at the White House and uh, referred to him jokingly, of course and I'm saying that in quotes, as the vice president. But we all know that that was really just kind of like the mean girl play that uh, Obama is really kind of famous for doing. And he's, he's mocking Joe Biden, the sitting president of the United States, mocking him. And everybody's swarming around Barack Obama. And no one, no one even wants to be associated with Joe Biden. Go check out the videos for yourself. You know, we're, we're about facts here on the Mark Vine Show, and you can go see it with your own eyes. It is really sad to see. Again, that's on the personal level, but on the national level, it's scary because, folks, when you have somebody that looks weak, acts weak, and is weak, like Joe Biden is, then really bad things start to happen around the world, and we are starting to see that. We are just one year into this presidency and look at how bad things have gotten in the markets, in our security, in our schools. Name it. It's gotten worse. And so what are we going to do about this? Now, I do want to play another clip for you from Fox News. And they're talking about this situation. But again, this is Fox News. But you can go to any channel and they'll be saying the same thing. So take a listen to this. 
President Biden's approval rating hits an all-time low as voters fed up with his failure to address skyrocketing inflation and, of course, the border crisis. Just 33% of Americans say they approve of the job the president is doing, and 54% say they disapprove of the president's job performance. Here to react, Fox News contributor Joe Concha. Joe, is this the floor, or could it somehow get worse for Biden and Harris? Well, it's going to get worse. Wow. If this is the floor, uh, then that's very, very bad, right? When you consider that Joe Biden's old boss and Barack Obama, <clears throat> excuse me, was about 10 points higher than Joe Biden is currently at right now, and he still lost 63 seats in the House in his first term in 2010. Boy, uh, that, that, that's a scary thing. But it, it seems to be an impression thing at this point, guys, right? That this president is too old, he doesn't work that much, and his instincts are wrong. And once you have those three things in place, how do you undo that? How do you unring that bell? And on five major fronts, when you're talking about inflation and crime and border and education and foreign policy, how are things going abroad? Are, are, is the, the world we about. unstable? All of those things right now are going in the wrong direction for this president. And more and more people now think that he's not the guy who can solve all of those problems, certainly not in the next five months before the November midterms. So he raises a good point there. And that's the impressions that are made. You know, it's unfortunate that we've gotten to this point and let's just say that joe biden does a miraculous turnaround and he's not going to there's no way because he's he's just in that physical decline and he has no control over that and that's not his fault and i don't blame him for that but it is what it is but you've heard the old uh, adage and that is that uh you have to make a good first impression because you know the first impression is the one that lasts and if you think about uh all of the people in history that have really done something that have, you know, it can be one thing that they've done that has forever changed your impression of them. Look at O.J. Simpson, big hero of the day. Those of you that remember O.J. Simpson, big football star with the uh, Buffalo Bills, and then he became a uh, movie star. Uh, you know, after he had that uh, uh, murder, really, I mean, let's face it, who doesn't believe that he murdered his wife? Who, who seriously, with a straight face, doesn't believe that he murdered his wife? You know, but that being said, after the trial, it forever changed your impression of him, and you never looked at him the same. Um, look at all the different stars. Look Recently, look at Will Smith slapping Chris Rock. I, for one, will never look at Will Smith the same. You just won't. And I'm not saying he's a bad guy. I don't know. I don't know Will Smith. I can't judge him. But I do know this, that I will never, ever look at him the same. It's impressions. And once those impressions are made, you can't go back on them. Or it's very, very difficult to go back on them. And that's what has happened with with Joe Biden, whether you whether he does this miraculous turnaround and becomes a strong president, you will always look at him as being weak, as being someone that can't put together a speech, as someone that can't be trusted to go out in public and make any sort of a comment without tripping over himself or saying the wrong things. That will not change. And not only is that true for the public, but it is true for people even in his own administration. After all, he when you look at him compared to Donald Trump and when you look at him compared to Barack Obama and you look at the number of interviews that have been given, 
It is abysmal. He, you know, he did, he has done one interview since he's been in office. He's been in office for a year. He's done one interview. As far as speeches are concerned, Barack Obama did a couple of hundred in his first uh, first year in office. Uh, Donald Trump wasn't far behind. I believe that Joe uh, has done, Joe Biden has done maybe twenty two. I think it's in the twenties of speeches that he's given. And why is that? Because his handlers, the communications office, Jen Psaki and that whole crowd, they understand that they cannot put this guy out in public to say anything without screwing it up. I mean, even the simplest of speeches, speeches that have been prepared for him, speeches that all he has to do is read off of a teleprompter, he can't do that. He's not trusted to do that. Every time he goes out and speaks to the public, his communications office has to go back and they have to do cleanup on him. That's just a fact. And you can see it. And that's not a political statement. That's not Mark Vines coming out and giving right-wing talking points. By the way, there are no right-wing talking points. We all, all the conservatives out there have our own viewpoints. That's one of the hallmark considerations of of a conservative is that we have our own viewpoints. But those aren't talking points. It's a fact. And you can look it up for yourself. They do not trust him. We don't trust him. More importantly, our allies do not trust him. He has become a laughing stock. So what does all this mean? Well, first of all, it means that we have a midterm election coming up later on this November. And all indications are that this is going to be a proverbial bloodbath. I mean, politically, of course, that it's going to be devastating for the Democrats. Now, is that a guarantee? No. And for those of you that are listening, those of you that are conservatives, those of you that are in the Republican Party need to understand there are no guarantees in life. We can take nothing for granted, and I mean nothing for granted. You have to get out and vote. And you need to look at the why behind why you're going to vote. And you need to understand what motivates people and how you're going to motivate people, how you're going to get them out to vote. It's it's useless to go out and try to convince your friends that are liberal to change their viewpoint and come to your side, come to their senses, and vote. That's probably not going to happen. What we have to do is the people that understand what is going on, the people that love this country, the people that are concerned about the direction that we're going, you must motivate them to vote. The like-minded people, uh, what Ronald Reagan used to call the silent majority, they have to participate. There is no sitting out in this election. You must participate in this election and you must vote because A lot of people talk about the seriousness of what's going on and how we live in a dire time. And that that, every generation says that. But really, the future of our republic actually does depend upon this. And you can't sit it out. And you must encourage all of the people around you, all the people that care about the future of this country, to get them to vote. And you cannot sit this out because there are, again, no guarantees in life. But we must take back the House. We must take back the Senate. Because the future of this country depends on it. We have to slow down the agenda of this particular administration because Joe Biden clearly is not in charge. It's the people that are on the extreme left, not even the left, but the extreme left that are running the show. And none of us 
want to live in the world that they want to create. That is for sure. Absolutely for sure. So what, what's the future going to look like? And it's going to be interesting to see what uh, the party does. Because those of you that really don't live in the political world, you have to understand, you have the candidates and they have the, the people that are around them and they run the campaigns. But then you have the parties. That being in this country, we have a bicameral system and that is uh, we have the Democrat National Committee and then we have the Republican National Committee and that's the way that it is. And, uh, you know, forget about the third parties. I, I, I don't ever believe that that that's going to be successful in this country. I, certainly not in my lifetime. So let's just stick with these two parties. And you have to really look behind the scenes it the operations that go on in the, these parties because the candidates obviously are concerned about getting themselves elected and, and their own interests, of course. But the parties are concerned about the party, the future of the party, and really getting as many candidates from what, whichever party, whether it's Democrats or Republican, they're interested in getting as many of uh, peop, those people in those two categories in office. That's what they care about. Right, so in in politics, you got to understand you, you when you're running, when you were running for an office. Let's say you go run for an office uh, as a Republican, you may be at odds with the party because you may not be the person that they want. They may not feel that you are in the best interest of the party, or they feel like they can't control you. Um, a number of different reasons, but do understand that there are other influences other than you just feeling like you're going to do what you believe is the right thing. Now, having said that, why, why am I talking about this? Because you have Joe Biden, the candidate, the person in office, and Kamala Harris, the person in office. And then you have the DNC. And the DNC cares about the future of the Democratic Party. They are not interested in the future of Joe Biden or Kamala Harris. In as much as they only care about Joe Biden and Kamala Harris if they further the interests of the party, if you follow my logic. And that's also true, in fairness, on the Republican side of the House. So why do I bring this up? Because it's clear that at this point, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris no longer serve the interests of the Democratic National Committee. Well, what does that mean? That means that the people in the Democrat National, Democratic National Committee that plan for their future understand that November is going to be very, very bad, not just for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, but for the party. And they are going to get destroyed. And then after that, we have the next major hurdle is going to be the general election, which is going to be devastating for the Democrats, at least in, in the way that things are trending right now. So what to do about it? Well, if you're in the Democrat National Committee, you can't have that. Because remember, it's about survival of the party. And when you look very closely at what is going on and the things that start to brew, you really pay attention to the news and see what is floating. You know, the, you know, the parties will float different ideas to, to see how the public reacts to certain things that they're, they're putting out there. And one of those is, um, look at the Hunter Biden laptop scandal. Now, you and I have known about this for at least a couple of years, if not more, that the contents of Hunter Biden's laptop were devastating to Joe Biden and connected him and his family to all sorts of fraud and crime. 
that's no secret to us. And we've been beating the bushes and we've been um, shouting from the rooftops saying that that needed to be looked at. And it wasn't. Why? Because they wanted Joe Biden and Kamala Harris in office. So the media and big tech and Twitter and Facebook and YouTube and everybody else really tamped down on this story in order to support Joe Biden because they're part of the Democrat arm. (laughs) They're part of that whole process. Let's just be perfectly honest with ourselves. They are part of that, the whole Democrat machine. Well, look at what's starting to come back up. The Hunter Biden scandal. Because Joe Biden is not likely going to leave office on his own. And it's pretty clear that he has to. And they know that. And deep down, I think Joe Biden's family knows that. But what do you do? Well, you can't impeach him, not right now, because, well, you could, but it's not going to happen because the Republicans don't have the majority in the House or the Senate. And even if the Republicans did, how many out there, raise your hand, if you think that the the Republicans, rather, have the guts to do it? Have they demonstrated it so far? I don't think so. They don't have really the internal fortitude or desire to get rid of the man. So the Democrats can't depend on the Republicans to get rid of him. So what are they going to do? It will have to be that the Hunter Biden, uh, Hunter Biden laptop, that whole scandal comes to light. And there's an investigation. And when the investigation reveals that, and it will, that Joe Biden was taking money corruptly from foreign governments, and he's bought and paid for by foreign governments to include China and Russia and others, then I can see the Democrat National Committee pulling him aside and saying, look, this is really bad. You're going to get removed from office. It could happen. Really, maybe you should just step away. Maybe you just admit that you're having health problems, and for the, the sake of the country, you step aside. And then that will leave Kamala Harris in charge. And she may be there for a little while, but I don't see her being around very uh, very long either. Because, can we be honest, she's, frankly, more unpopular than he is. That's kind of hard to do. It's amazing to say that. But she is, in fact, less popular than he is. And we'll discuss later what that means and what the party can do about uh, Kamala Harris. But she's not popular either. But you're going to see this story become bigger and bigger and bigger. And as the Republicans take the House and the Senate, God willing, that's going to become an even bigger issue and something that Joe Biden cannot ignore and the public cannot ignore. But we said on this show from the very beginning that there was a lot of meat to the whole Hunter Biden laptop story. And the fact that the FBI sits on this thing and does not even reveal what they have, or the fact that they're even that they're in possession of this laptop or what's on the laptop is just stunning and shows you how much work must be done. And I'm telling you that the next president and the next Congress, Republican majority, they need to deal with not just the FBI, but the intelligence community as a whole, the entire intelligence community. This must be dealt with. Because earlier, we started this program talking about impressions. 
and how impressions are very, very important. And right now, when you go out and, and talk to the public, as I do, the impression of the FBI, first thoughts is it's not a fair organization, that there's a lot of corruption within the organization. And I tend to agree with that. But even if you don't agree with it, you have to admit that that is the impression that is given to people. And that has to change because we have to have an FBI, a CIA, an intelligence community that the public trusts and understands that everything that is done within these organizations is for the best interest of the American people. And right now, I don't think that the American people believe that. And that's got to change. All of these impressions need to change. So folks, with that, uh, you know, thanks for joining me today. I'm sorry I've been gone for a couple of weeks, but I promise you that we're going to be back. We're going to be talking about these issues because we care about this country. I know that you care about this country, and I there's a lot of exciting issues that are coming up. And also, we have a number of candidates that are going to be uh, running in the primary uh, for the Republican nomination here in Virginia, and that's going to be coming up, and uh, we're going to be doing a lot of interviews like we did uh, in this last election this last year. We're going to be interviewing some of those same candidates and others uh, as time moves forward, and I'm looking forward to it, guys. You know, once again, you take care of yourselves. This is Mark Vines. This is the Mark Vines Show. Thanks for joining us. Stay tuned. Stay American. Stay motivated, and I look forward to talking with all of you soon.